It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Summer, is that you? The sound of Londoners enjoying the sun on the banks of the Thames. At long last, eh? We've all been talking about what was one of the most disappointing summers weather-wise in recent memory. For parts of the UK, this past July was one of the wettest on record. And let's face it, August wasn't much to shout about either. Sadly, the overall lack of sunshine also meant that the London hospitality sector didn't get its usual levels of business for the time of year. We weren't sitting in beer gardens or doing the summer activities that we would do any other year in the capital. But with temperatures set to stay in the 30s until at least Sunday, can a post-summer sunshine renaissance brighten up our economy? Joining me now is the Evening Standard's Daniel Keane. Well, it's been a really disappointing summer and the Met Office figures for July show we had the sixth wettest July on record, which I think shows you just how bad it is, because uh, that's obviously a month where we'd usually see the hottest temperatures. And it's especially bizarre, given that last year, everyone will remember, we had a 40 degree heat wave, which was the hottest, you recorded the hottest temperature in UK history. London fared a little bit better than other parts of the UK, like Lancashire or, or Merseyside, which had record rainfall. But while we had a bit less rain, there was very little sustained sunshine. So uh, according to the Met Office, we had 19% fewer hours of sunshine on average. That's quite a lot. In terms of August, the weather improved slightly, but it was still very changeable. We haven't got the official analysis from the Met Office yet, which they uh, released monthly. But generally, temperatures were fairly mild, so between 18 and 25 Celsius. Uh, And the weather was very unsettled. So we had more sunshine, slightly sort of more dry spells but often sort of broken up by heavy showers. So yeah, August was really sort of like three seasons in a, in a month, if you like, in, in one day, you would often get. Daniel, how has all that impacted businesses? It's impacted them a lot. Summer's a really crucial time for, for businesses along with the Christmas period. So this has been really difficult, particularly for businesses like pubs, which have beer gardens or restaurants with large terraces or even street food vendors. The businesses we've been speaking to for our story today have all sort of talked about having a very quiet summer, which will set them back a lot heading into the autumn period when things quieten down a bit, when schools go back and people start to save money for Christmas. We've finally got some sunshine now in September. How will this brighten up the economy? I think it will have a really big impact. This isn't just one day of good weather we're talking about. We're looking at an extended hot spell right into the weekend. And even actually later into September, I've been looking at the forecast and, you know, it's kind of sunny 
17, 18 degrees, even into the second and third week of September. One thing to note as well, which I think is important, is that the UK gets a lot of tourism in September. So figures from Statista show that 81% of hotels were occupied last year during, during September, which was the highest figure all year. And in January, by comparison, that figure was just 47%. So this means you'll have a lot of tourists who'll still obviously be drinking and dining outdoors. And that will certainly be really beneficial in addition to, you know, the hot weather kind of giving giving people the excuse to, to, to go for work drinks on a Tuesday or Wednesday when they might not usually when it's raining. Will this post-summer heatwave be able to help businesses make up for July and August or is it a bit too little too late? I think it's, it's certainly welcome, but it's unlikely to totally compensate for a bad summer especially, you know, given that temperatures will get a little bit cooler later in the month as, as autumn begins. You've also got schools coming back, most people returning to work. So this is a time of year where people are trying to get back into their normal routine rather than, than going to the pub every day like, uh, like they do maybe in July or, or August. With that said, the businesses we talked to have been really positive. So David Leoey, who's the chief exec of the D&D London Dining Group, said his restaurants had doubled their business earlier this week compared to last week. So for central London in the city, I think this will be really important. You know, people getting back into the office in, in hot weather and sort of sitting in the park, maybe they're, they're a little bit more likely to to go and get street food. All of these kind of small changes and tweaks in people's behaviour do really add up. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from the Evening Standard's Daniel Keane on the heatwave advice for Londoners and how long we can expect this post-summer sunshine to go on for. There is an amber um, heat health warning in place, which is kind of basically like a message to the public that they need to be careful. Then we're going to see temperatures of about 32 Celsius right up until Sunday. So this is quite a long heatwave, certainly the longest we've seen um, in a while. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Still with me is the Evening Standard's Daniel Keane. Let's focus on the heatwave itself now. Just explain how hot is it expected to get and how long is it expected to go on for? So the Met Office expect temperatures to reach a peak of 32 Celsius today. In London, we should be getting about 31 Celsius later this afternoon. But it's actually tomorrow that forecasters are predicting to be the hottest day of the year. So we're looking at potentially 33 Celsius, but not in London. And then we're going to see temperatures of about 32 Celsius right up until Sunday. So this is quite a long heat wave, certainly the longest we've seen in a while. We're also going to be getting some tropical nights too, aren't we? Yes, so we're looking at the first back-to-back tropical nights this week for the first time in September. And that's obviously when temperatures go above 20 Celsius during the night. It's a very rare event. It's only happened three times in September in in British history. So this is quite special. And I believe that the last case was was on September the 8th, 2021. And prior to that, it was 2016. Or that, it was 1949. 
So, yeah, we're, we're really looking at something quite unusual in the next few days. Why exactly are we just getting this hot weather now? So the Met Office has explained that the tropical cyclone season in the North Atlantic has pushed the jet stream to the north of the UK, and that's what's creating these warmer temperatures. And yeah, a lot of very warm air being being drawn north. And, you know, that's a real contrast to the summer when the UK was on the northern side of, of the jet stream with, with much more cooler air and, and unsettled weather uh, compared with Europe, where obviously there was this huge disastrous heat wave and, and a lot of wildfires and temperatures sort of in the high 30s and early 40s. Can London cope with high temperatures like these in September? Yes, I, I think it can. These are hot temperatures, but they're not abnormal, certainly compared with last summer when we had temperatures pushing sort of above the, the 38 Celsius mark. And that's when we ran into problems with transport and you had widespread fires. That's not to say that people shouldn't take precautions in, in the heat, but there's no reason that our infrastructure won't be able to cope. And, you know, these are th- 33 degrees, 32 degrees are, are temperatures we usually see in July without any sort of major issues. Speaking of precautions, what's the advice for Londoners over the coming days with this heat wave? So high temperatures can can have a, a significant health impact for a lot of people, particularly those aged over 65 or anybody with a pre-existing health condition. So uh, when the heat rises, people are at a higher risk of a heat exhaustion or a heat stroke, uh, which can obviously have serious consequences. And there is an amber heat health warning in place, which is kind of basically like a message to the public that they need to be careful. So during this time, I think the first thing people should do is, is check on any vulnerable family or, or friends they have. So older people, children, people with heart and lung conditions, make sure they're safe. And in terms of, you know, personal protection, obviously, you know, self-evident, but staying hydrated, taking water with you when you're out, finding shade and, and staying out of the sun when, when the rays are strongest, which is UV rays are strongest, which is between 11 and 3. And then there's you know, all, all, all the other sort of usual behavioural traits, wearing a hat, sunscreen, closing your blinds to, to block out the sun. These are small things, but but they do all make a difference. And surprisingly, a lot, a lot of people still don't do them. Is this post-summer heatwave just another symptom of climate change? Yeah, it's it's very unusual to get for the weather to get this hot at this time of year. And there was an interesting article uh, published by Bloomberg yesterday relating to an analysis done by a nonprofit called Climate Central. And they're based in the US and they've looked at the link between the weather and climate change. And they said that the heatwave this week was made five times more likely by global warming caused by human activities. So the analysis is, is quite comprehensive and um yeah it kind of lays bare how uh, you know a lot of warming has created this 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 situation that we're in i think also you know worth noting that this comes after the hottest summer in europe uh, ever and you know catastrophic consequences of extreme heat in uh, countries like greece you know all over the balkans italy um which you know wildfires directly led to deaths and gutted houses, uh, disrupted people's holidays. So this is a time where we really should be reflecting on, you know, the, the consequences of, of our behaviour and how we can bring emissions down and how governments can, can do that. You can read more on this story and others in the Evening Standard newspaper or on our website, standard.co.uk. And that's it from this episode of The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. 
The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.